It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whole lot of NFL fan bases really want their favorite team to trade for T. Higgins, but that's not going to happen. Let's have a T. Higgins episode and why he'll be a Bengal for the foreseeable future. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network here on Lockdown Bengals, and we have you covered every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. So hit the subscribe button on YouTube, hit the follow button anywhere you get your audio podcast, and join the First Listen Club with thousands of other Bengals fans that make Lockdown Bengals their first listen. Thousands. Platform of choice. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Today. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. They have a special offer for Lockdown Bengals listeners right now. You can save 10% on your first month at betterhelp.com slash lockdown. James, people can't help themselves. The CT Higgins is going to be a free agent after next year. They see that all these other teams are trading AJ Brown and Tyree Kill and, and Stefan Diggs and why wouldn't the Bengals trade T Higgins? They're not going to pay T Higgins and Jamar Chase. And mm-hmm. there's so much, you, there's so many different points that that shows ignorance. Mm-hmm. Where do we want to start? Is it that the Bengals don't trade players on their first contract because they think they maybe won't be able to pay them? Is it that the Bengals value wide receivers very highly? So there's a good chance they pay T Higgins anyway. Is it that they're not going to trade a key player? because they're in the middle of trying to win Super Bowls and they have two more years of team control if they wanted. I mean, there's so many different angles you could go. Let's start there. Jesse Bates, right? Prime example, homegrown guy that they've tried to negotiate with for two years, place the franchise tag on him. Guess what? T Higgins is more valuable, more important to, to the Bengals success and is homegrown was also a second rounder developed into maybe a pro bowler in the near future, but hasn't made a pro bowl yet. If negotiations don't go well, and we'll get into what they could be, how it could work, how they could extend them, all of those things. Let's say they don't go well. Let's say it's the Jesse Bates effect, right, where it's just the same. Just yes or no. Did Jesse Bates play for the Bengals this year? I believe so, yes. Oh, did he play his fourth year of his rookie deal in 2021 where he helped the Bengals get to Super Bowl 56? Once again, I I believe so, yes, James, he did. Oh, funny how that works. Mm -hmm. The Bengals want to win. T. Higgins is going to help them win. So let's just say the doomsday scenario happens where the Bengals can't get an extension done. That's a doomsday scenario for everybody else that's hoping that the Bengals trade T. Higgins uh, for the Bengals, right? Well, internally, the Bengals are going to say, hey, T's a really good player. He's going to make less than $4 million at the end of that uh, in 2023. We're keeping him around. Guaranteed, signed, sealed, book it. Talk to anyone um, that, that is willing 
uh, to talk inside the organization. They are not going to get swayed because of the, the social media movement or because <laughs> teams are, are discussed. They don't give a damn about any of that. And, and I think that's the part that people are, oh, oh the, the Bengals' backs are going to be against the wall. They can't keep both of these guys and pay Burrow and the bills coming due. When has Mike Brown's back ever, and I mean ever, even if it really felt like it even locally, been against the wall? When has he ever said, man, you know, did you see at Matt Bears fan 86 mm-hmm. on Twitter? Mm-hmm. We might have to trade T. Higgins. No, what Mike Brown is going to say is, we tried to get a deal done. Can't wait to watch T. Higgins catch passes from Joe Burrow. And that's the part that I think these these fan bases don't realize, is we just saw it with a, a player who I think is really good in Jesse Bates, is not T. Higgins, is not the, the equivalent, is not as valuable to the team and their success. And look what they did with Jesse. I, I think worst case for the Bengals, T. Higgins is a Bengal for the next two seasons even if no extension gets done, because it'll be year four of his rookie deal. And then, oh, wait, they have a franchise tag they can use. And I think they would certainly use it if they needed to. Yeah, there's so I 100% agree with you. Obviously, like I listed the three key points here. One, you just talked about, have they ever traded a player on his rookie deal because they didn't think they could pay him? No, they've turned Not a valuable down. player, not a valuable like, player that they've like, White, yeah. You can think about Carson Palmer. Think about Chad Johnson, who they both had huge trade offers for and didn't take him. A.J. McCarron. They overvalue their own guys, if anything. If anything, you could be critical that they should have made some of these trades. And maybe that's your point. Maybe your point is that they should trade D. Higgins. And we'll talk about that as well as whether or not they should do it. Because some people are saying that. I don't think many Bengals – well, you know what? Some Some Bengals fans are saying – they should consider it. The thing mm-hmm. is, realistically, no team is going to want to pay a price that the Bengals would accept. And that's kind of where the whole thing falls apart. That's another part of this is not only do they not trade players, especially on their first contract, especially when they're valuable, especially when they're cost controlled for another year and team controlled for another two years. When, by the way, Tyler Boyd, Jonah Williams, Chidobe Awuzie, DJ Reader, and more players come off the books. And Joe Mixon, potentially, we talked about, could be off the books by then, right? From a cap I perspective. Think, I think he's as likely as any of those guys. Go ahead. By, by 2024, 2025? Yeah. 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 And, and who knows about Lyle Collins as well, right? Like his contract, like Joe Mixon's, becomes easier to get out of the later it goes. So they will have the cap space for it. The franchise tag should be around $25 million that year. And they're trying to win. Joe Burrow's contract isn't going to kick in in full until 2025. A lot of their players are still cost-controlled. So, so why would they up and let T. Higgins go before exhausting every resource they had to them? NFL teams just don't operate this way. This isn't like baseball where, you know, and maybe this is it. Maybe this is like Reds fans looking at prospects coming up and, and looking forward to the Reds trading Hunter Green instead of extending him, right? Because they don't play their pay their players because that's how the Reds work. That's not how the NFL works. And, and so... That's part of it, too. You don't see first contract players getting traded because teams don't think they can pay them when they're in the middle of a contending window very often. The only time it worked was when the NFL just became blind, honestly, to be quite frank, blind to Justin Jefferson. And so the, the Bills, they trade their first 
for Stefan Diggs, which they should have done. And wasn't and even Vi- a first contract. He was on a second contract. And in the Vikings, yeah, it, that's a good point too. He had been there for a little bit. And the Vikings uh, were able to land Justin Jefferson because the the Eagles picked Jalen Rager, right? I mean, it, everything had to go their way. And that's the mm-hmm. only way it worked. The only reason it worked in, well, you already had this guy that's worth a lot. And you're right. The price would be so, like, maybe Justin Jefferson. Maybe the Bengals would trade T. Higgins for Justin Jefferson. I think that's realistic, right? Because of Jefferson. Guess what? The Vikings wouldn't do that. Uh, maybe they would trade him for four ones or something. Cra- it, it would be so insane. Like, I, I don't know if two ones would get it done. The Bengals value T. Higgins. And, and they want to win next year. And not just win a division. They want to win the Super Bowl. So, uh, we should continue this conversation and discuss the roster building element of this. Should they entertain trade offers, be willing to move on from T in hopes of keeping Burrow, Chase, and maybe some of those defensive players you mentioned around longer? We'll dive into that coming up next. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Life doesn't come with a user manual. As we all know, sometimes things get tough and sometimes things stop working. It's normal to sometimes feel stuck and therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of those challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills when you do feel stuck. BetterHelp has connected 3 million people to therapists online. It's convenient, it's secure, it's accessible anywhere because it's 100% online it's easy to switch your therapist if it's not working for you and they'll give you a questionnaire to help connect you to the therapist who specializes in what you need to work on it's the world's largest therapy service that matches again millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100 online if you're traveling if you're at home if you're on the go they're available to you get unstuck with better help you can save 10% on your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on. This year at your Super Bowl party, the only thing you need and the only app you need is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about partnering with FanDuel. And look, if you want to wager, on the game, well, you can do so in an app, and it's really easy to use. And you don't have to be some uh, sports betting expert that follows every line. M- maybe you just want to get in on some of the prop bets or some over-unders or, or some different, maybe just straight-up money line. Well, you can do all of those things and so much more at FanDuel. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, super easy to use, and best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. Plus, yeah, it's, it's good to go in Ohio. So if you're living in Ohio – Get the app today. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That no-sweat first bet, guess what that means? You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Up to $3,000 in bonus bets if that first bet doesn't hit. Again, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So should the Bengals trade D Higgins James I feel like we've already made the case for why they shouldn't and and why they mm-hmm. shouldn't is that he and Jamar Chase are two cornerstone pieces of this team they're both young they're both cost controlled they both work really well with Joe Burrow they're both very important to the offense's success but why would they trade T Higgins what offer would it take you mentioned Justin Jefferson the pipe dream trade T Higgins for Justin Jefferson sure. obviously you wouldn't be able to do that straight up Both players would be very expensive. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are probably going to cost very similar amounts of money. And if you 
want them to trade T. Higgins because you don't want them to pay T. Higgins. Well, you probably don't want to pay two wide receivers a combined 60 plus million dollars a year. Well, the argument would be Jefferson's better, and he is. I mean, he's a freak, right? Yeah. And, and so there aren't many, there aren't many guys that are that you'd say are young and better than Higgins in the NFL receiver wise. Obviously, Chase you'd say is one. Jefferson's one. So that's why I use that example. I know it's outlandish, but but everyone who wants to trade D Higgins doesn't want to take on extra money at wide receiver. So. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about instead, right? You're looking at the A.J. Brown, the Tyreek Hill, the Stephon Diggs deals. Yeah. And is one first enough? Are the Titans happy with that deal as of today? Are the Eagles in Super Bowl 57 because they traded for A.J. Brown? That's a big part of it. It's a big part of it. You think the Bengals want to be the Titans or the, the Eagles? Uh, which which one are they thinking about next year in, in position to be in? That's that's the the math there, and and so whether or not they should do it, I, I think it is an interesting conversation because it's how do you want to re- to build this ro- roster? As of now, the Bengals are s- really dependent, and we've talked about this a lot on three receivers. I think they need a T. They need a, a another game changer a 1A, so to speak, to Jamar Chase. That's just how they're built. That's how they thrive. That's how they win. And T. Higgins has been great in big games when they've needed him. He's been really good in the playoffs. Think about what he did against the Chiefs last year. Obviously, he had the the great touchdown catch uh, against the Chiefs this year, and I'm talking about both AFC title games, what he did in Super Bowl 56. Uh, He's been really, really good in big games, and part of that is, is because if you double Chase, you try to take away Chase, then you have T, and that helps. And so as the Bengals are presently constructed, I think he's really, really valuable and is a cornerstone piece. And the way they've built this roster, it is worth it to pay him versus get younger, get another rookie. Because guess what? They need three of these guys. They need a third. And I don't know if Boyd's going to be here long term. And so if you have Chase, if you have T, then you can get a, a rookie a contract in there at that third spot and, and you hope to hit that. But if you're trading T, what are you doing? Are you hoping to to re-sign Boyd at a, at a value contract as he gets in um, to the wrong side of 30? And then you have to hit the T contract or, or hit the T pick with, with a receiver that's going to be as good as him? Or are you saying you're going to replace both guys with, with rookies or lesser cost options? Well, now you're getting worse in two spots because it's really unrealistic to say, oh, well, we're going to find the next T. Higgins with, let's just say it's the 11th pick in the draft from the Titans. I think that's unrealistic in this draft to, to be able to land a guy that, that is equal or close to it to T. Higgins. Especially in this draft, this year's no draft doubt. in particular. Um, no doubt. Here's an idea. Why not go the Tyreek Hill route? The, the Chiefs extended Tyreek Hill. They got him at a bit of a bargain on his first extension. You're not going to get that with T. Higgins. But then they traded him. So you had four years of cheap rookie deal Tyreek Hill. And then you had a couple years of, you know, relatively affordable Tyreek Hill. Cap hits of about 18 and 16 million in those two years for the Chiefs, 2020 and 2021. And then he wanted a a bigger deal and then they traded him. And they got a haul and they saved a bunch of money, which they could allocate elsewhere as a result, right? So... 
you know, we talked about this plan. You know, he's cost controlled for another year. You can franchise tag him. They can franchise him and trade him if they wanted to. And some people are like, oh, he won't play on the franchise tag, which is ridiculous. We we see the players, honestly, they, they just play on the franchise tag. You, you passing up that kind of money? $25 million? No. Nope. The answer is no. No. And I wouldn't either, by the way. You you want me to come catch passes and get crushed? I would get crushed. I'll do it for $25 million right It now. doesn't make sense so for anyone to not play on the franchise tag. We, we can debate the merits of the franchise tag for sure and how it's bad for players or good for players or whatever you think is probably bad for players, but players are going to play on it. So there's these paths forward that involve T. Higgins playing for the team next year for sure. Like no questions asked. That that doesn't even enter my mind. If you were to trade him with a year of affordability left on his deal, then I think you are talking about a price nobody's going to be willing to pay because the surplus value you get from T. Higgins this year versus trading him next year when his contract he's on, on the tag or extended is much higher. Like that that does have an impact on things. What, what would it take for you to, like, if the Bengals announced the T. Higgins deal right now, right? Like, let's just say Schefter just breaks in as we're recording this and we have to scrap everything we just said. What would the compensation have to be for you to say, I like this deal for the Bengals? For, for me to say it or for the yes. Bengals to, like, have accepted it? For you to say it. For you to say, I think the Bengals are going to be better with this deal. And for next year. Not after next year. Like they trade him today, literally right yeah. now. Yes, right now. Right now. I think because that's what everyone's talking about. That's what everyone's talking about. So right now, what would it have to be? I think it would have to be either a one and a, one or a two and a player, like a two and a player that makes them better, or like a one sim, similar ish to the Hill package. To me, I, I just he's so he's cost controlled. Like nothing makes sense to trade him right now. Yeah, it, he he makes so little money next year that it just does not begin to make sense to trade him before twenty twenty three. And they won't, by the way. I'll break the news. Yeah, and, and keep, continue to hammer it home. Um, the only one that really makes sense, and you could say, oh well, a lineman or this or that, but the way they're built, I don't know how much better that makes them. <laughs> Because they rely on three receivers. That isn't changing. That isn't changing if Brian Callahan takes the Arizona job or the, the Colts job. They're still going well, to Well, unless do they that. trade him for like Travis Kelsey. Well, and then- <laughs> but then you're getting older and it costs, you, you know, like even then, like I, I wouldn't do that straight up. I don't think. Or Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Like I'm just talking like, you yeah. know, a tight end would change a reliance on receivers. That was just being, no, th- being cheap. Yeah. 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 Uh, so like, this idea that I'll oh, just trade him for a lineman and a pick, like that's not enough. So I'll say it. Justin Jefferson. If it's not that, I don't really think I'm listening because seven ones isn't enough. Like that, that's not going to happen from a team or four ones. And that doesn't make the Bengals better, by the way, in 2023. And that's where they need to get better. They need to continue to, to push for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that realistically, unless again, the Vikings say, hey, man, we don't want to pay Justin Jefferson. We think T. Higgins is pretty close, which Vikings fans would just crush them for that. Then. I really don't see a path. And and so I, I was just curious because it's not happening, but I really don't think there's a deal where I would look at it and say, yeah. oh, well, the Bengals got better. Yeah, like I was trying to stay in the realm of things that I think a team could actually offer. And it's just, you, you just can't get there. Nothing no. is going to be better than T. Higgins playing on your team for a $4 million cap hit next year. It just doesn't exist. 
unless it's something that no one would offer. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of it, right? Anyway, let's take a look at what an extension might look like, right? And and kind of why the cap situation and the way things are going really hammer home that T. Higgins will be a Bengal for the foreseeable future. We'll finish the show there. By the way, all of these these fans that are clamoring for T. Higgins, I just thought about this, should be mad at their franchises for letting him fall to thirty three. Today's show is brought to you by. Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. Valentine's Day is coming up, which means romance is in the air more than usual. And I don't need to tell you, lovebirds, that, well, you can find the perfect Valentine's Day gift at BlueNile.com. At Blue Nile, you can get the perfect piece of jewelry and for life special moments. And it's not just that. Maybe you're looking for that engagement ring. Well, they have simple online tools that let you choose the diamond, shape, size, clarity, as well as the setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft the perfect piece to your specifications. Every order is insured and arrives quickly in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside. Shipping is free and so are returns. So right now you can save up to 50% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com for up to 50% off. BlueNile.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So when you look at contracts to compare to T. Higgins, wide receivers who have comparable production, guys that might be similar models for a Bengals extension, you mentioned DK Metcalf before you started recording, James. And there's some that similarities was on, there. Yeah, that, that was someone that people mentioned on, online, for sure. From a productivity perspective, there for sure some some similarities there. Uh, Mike Williams is the other one to me from a stylistic perspective, from a productivity perspective, relatively close. And I know Mike Williams has missed some time, time here and there for sure. T. Higgins has also missed some time here and there. Um, those are kind of some of the contracts that I... I'm looking at both of those guys making less per year than the franchise tag would be as it's projected in 2024. But if the Bengals are looking to get a deal done today, mm-hmm. I wonder what T would ask given you know the agent and everything we know about the agent. I wonder what his number is. If I'm the Bengals, I feel like I'm starting around 21, 22 million a year, which puts you in the top 10-ish. And like you said, you know, the Bengals feel like they did with Jesse Bates. You know, he hasn't been to a Pro Bowl yet. He's really good, obviously. I don't mean to diminish his, his, my opinion of T. Higgins in any way, but I'm saying what the Bengals might argue, right? Sure. Um, that's probably where I'm starting, right? And you, you mentioned, James, before we started recording again, that, you know, there's some receivers taking these three year deals right now DJ Moore, Mike Williams, uh, DK Metcalf, I think. Yep. DK did as well. Terry McLaurin is another one. And and here's why that one's interesting. So T. Higgins is 24. And Debo. Turn 20, and, and, and Debo. So he'll turn 25 uh, at the end of next season, towards the end of next season. He could hit free agency again on a three-year extension at 28 years old when the mm-hmm. cap is much higher, when 
he's maybe had five or six straight one. He's at two now, maybe six straight 1,000 yard seasons and, and could really cash in, cash in. Not that he wouldn't be able to, anyways. But I, I think that the three year deal, the reason it could be enticing to both sides is for T, you're able to get a third contract that is going to be huge. It still puts you in position to do that, whether it's in Cincinnati or elsewhere. And for the Bengals, everyone's freaking out. Like Burrow is going to get, and he will get money. I get that. But he's still on a rookie deal this year. And next year is the fifth-year option, and I get they'll move cash around, and that could change things and all that. But then the extension would kick in. So the extension won't kick in until 2025. For Chase, you have that fifth-year option in 2025. His extension wouldn't kick in until 2026. So this idea that the Bengals can't pay them all, well, they're spread out just enough. And Higgins was a second rounder without a free, uh, without a fifth year option. It's spread out just enough to where there's a real shot where you're maybe only paying the three of them huge, huge money for one season, which you could do for one season. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mess up how you're constructed or impacting that. And so, the three-year deal might make a lot of sense for both sides, and and we'll see if if that's a route that, that T. Higgins is willing to go. By the way, what a place to be in. I get it. It's Jamar Chase's shadow or whatever you want to say there, but I, I think that this is exactly where you can look up and T. Higgins has six straight 1,000-yard seasons, has played at a really high level, maybe has a ring or two. There's a lot to like about this situation he's in, and that doesn't mean taking a discount but maybe you do only go three years instead of getting tagged in 2024. Then you sign a four-year deal, and then you're on the wrong side of 30 next time you become a free agent. Whatever. He, I mean, he's obviously going to do whatever he can to maximize his earnings, and maybe you're right. Maybe that is the way. That might uh, be the way, really. It really might. Yeah. I, and that doesn't mean he takes a discount now. You, no. you still get that money, but in a few years, you're you're set to, to test free agency again. Yeah, I don't think we're talking about like – hometown you know we're not talking about discounted deals here we're talking about market market value kind of stuff and that's going to keep going up uh as the cap continues to grow obviously that's why generally getting extensions done is better sooner than later because the cap continues to go up and the and and, you know the market keeps getting reset we'll talk about that with joe burrow this week most likely the other thing is in, in 2025 the bengals have three cap hits in seven digits under contract, sorry, eight digits under contract. And that's going to be Joe Burrow. I'm counting him, Sam Hubbard and Alex Kappa. Maybe Jamar Chase, you get a, you get a fifth year option, right? You, you mentioned that at that point. And, and so that's another eight digit contract that you have on the books from a cap perspective, but their cap commitments that far down the road are going to look very different. Next year, you've got Tyler Boyd, Jonah, Chidobe Awuzie, Logan Wilson, DJ Reader, all free agents. 2025, Ted Karras, Trey Hendrickson, Mike Hilton, BJ Hill, all free agents. So like all these big cap hits, all these big allocations of resources are coming up. And so who is part of the next core? D. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow? The, the homegrown guys, the guys you drafted, the guys that are still young? You, that's part of what the Bengals are thinking about too, right? Is that part of the current core you're going you're gonna to turn over. Some of these guys are going to be gone at that point. That's just mm-hmm. how the NFL works. Still have to pay somebody. And that certainly makes sense as a player to pay 
to me and T Higgins. And, you know, the argument against would be, I guess, to play real devil's advocate would be find other ways to work your offense. Look at what the chiefs did. They, they lost Tyreek Hill. They still have Kelsey. They allocated all this money elsewhere. Their defense got better. Their offensive line got better. Now they're, now they're in the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. They changed everything. And there's probably an argument there to, to allocate resources differently. But, you know, I think we've talked quite a bit about the value of T. Higgins in this offense as it's currently composed. I'm not sure the Chiefs are even better than they were last year. Maybe defensively, but they're cheaper there. Offensively. And they have, what, seven rookies playing yeah, in I, that game? I mean, that's so, so they're, they, they got cheaper on defense. On offense, I think they would much rather have Tyreek Hill than, than not for this game and, and for last week. So I, I get it. I get what they were doing too. And by the way, T Higgins is about a thousand times better of a person in, in personality wise than Tyreek. Like I could totally see how Tyreek would get his act would get old. There's no act with T Higgins. He's just a really good dude that loves ball. So I think that played a factor in it as much as anything. And the chiefs are paying Frank Clark and Chris Jones and Joe Tooney and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. And so like they're, they're paying a lot of guys too. teams can pay a lot of players. That's the other no thing doubt. here is like they can afford <laughs> this idea that you can't afford to pay six, five, five, four to six superstars as Joe Goodberry has pointed out on his Twitter feed is, is silly. We're going to talk to Joe hopefully this week as well, but that's the T Higgins episode. James, any closing thoughts here that we missed? He's going to get paid. We'll see if they can get an extension done, but it is going to be fun seeing not 85, but number five, five in 2023 catching. I, I don't, maybe he'll have a five touchdown game in 2023. You never know. Oh, that'd be fun. T is going to be a Bengal for at least one more year, probably at least two more years, maybe beyond that. Fair, fair summary. Let's end it. There. Yeah, for sure. No That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We are going to talk about a Joe Burrow extension this week. We are going to talk about the Bengals team needs this week. We're going to take a look back at the tape, the overall tape lessons from 2022 and how the Bengals can evolve and, and move forward as they continue to change and ebb and flow with the NFL. We're going to talk about the salary cap situation. So plenty of great offseason shows, in my opinion, coming your way this week on Lockdown Bengals. Until next time, day and have a good one. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.